Greetings, ladies and gents, and welcome to this daily science fiction extravaganza, commonly known as Tales, Tales from Outer from space. Out, space. Out, space. Taken from the subreddit HFY, all the relevant links will be down below. And, as always, I hope that you enjoy. And if you do, please consider supporting the channel. On to the science fiction. Story number one. Haunted. Written by Talisane. More Captain Zeria and the Kamari Protectorate round as the light strips on the side of the corridor flickered. She moved in close, slightly tapping on the clear plasteel panels and the lights flickered and fluttered, before snapping back into a steady glow that they had always displayed. She watched them carefully, the thick ridges of her brow drawing together in a glare as she dared them to flicker again. As if in response to her gaze, just despite her, the light strip went out entirely, and not just in the corridor that she was standing in, but all the way up and down the hall, as if someone had flicked the switch. Zyria growled in frustration and howled the harmonic sounds as she dug through the pockets of her dress uniform, pulling out her data pad and activating a flashlight on the device. The corridor lit up enough for her to see in front of her, and she leaned back in towards the wall, tapping the lights again. The lights going out should have been impossible. All warships in the Protectorate had been outfitted with the latest chemical luminescent technology more than ten standards ago, and there hadn't been a single problem with them that the whole time until recently. They were chemical lights, not powered by the ship's systems, and should have been rated to stay glowing for at least another ten standards, at an absolute minimum. The lights flickered. Zyria looked down at her datapad in astonishment, bringing the device up to her face, baring her fangs at the device as she eyed the device warily with her four glowing eyes. The light from her datapad went out. Frustration overwhelming her, she tilted her head back and howled. I am aware of the problem, Tech Sergeant Shim, she hissed, barely constrained rage bubbling beneath the words like acid. What I am more interested in is what you intend to do to fix the problem. I understand your frustration, War Captain, the skinny technician from the mechanics cast said, cringing from heat of her rage. But it's not that s- your job is to make it simple, mechanic, Zarya said. You will tell me immediately why we are experiencing these problems, or I will find another use for your scrawny meat and your endoskeleton than to shield your innards. The technician's flesh, soft and tender, and on the outside of a chitinous plating where it didn't belong, turned a pale grey. The war captain stood almost half his height above him, looming over him with the scything battle arms hanging over him as she stood braced against the back deck with her six supporting legs. Zarya was a war cast and an abnormally large product of the cast at that. Her chitinous baiting was thick and gleamed in the light of the bridge with a healthy green luster. My brother technicians have drawn up potential causation, war captain, Shim said, struggling to keep his antennae from trembling and broadcasting his fear. He'd heard stories of Saria before he'd been assigned to the ship. Her ship, the flagship of the spiral arm attack armada, was a legend. 
scoring the most enemy kills and having been a participant in every major invasion the Protectorate had conducted. It was well known that the flagship had been instrumental in the battle to crush the sentient race that had occupied the quadrant of the galaxy. Humans, they'd called themselves an ugly, weak name for an ugly, weak race. Shim had heard stories of the lengths war Captain Zeria was supposed to have gone to to ensure proper mechanical discipline within the flagship, but figured that they had just been that. Stories. He'd been forced to change his mind the first day on the ship when he'd reported to the bridge and seen the headless corpse of the previous tech sergeant that he was replacing, being dragged out by a pair of warrior cast. His predecessor had been tasked with getting repairs to the flagship handled on time. He hadn't finished them in time. Shim had come on and had made damn sure that his team knew what was at stake. What is your theory, tech sergeant? Zuria demanded, baring her fangs. Troubles with our systems throughout the fleet, Shim began, suppressing a shudder, began once we conquered and enslaved the humans in the region of space. The humans, Zuria scoffed, rearing back to a full height. They were nothing, just a minor ripple on our wave of conquest. It is not a causation that we've determined, War Captain, Shim said. Simply a correlation. For thousands of standards, the fleet of the Protectorate has been the pinnacle of military science in our region of space. There has been nothing to match it. The mechanic cast has been gene-engineered and bred to keep the fleet running as smoothly as the larval eggs of our Queen Mother. But ever since we fought and conquered the humans, there have been technical problems without cease amongst the fleet. And worse... Shim trailed off. Worse? Ziria asked. I've been speaking with my fellow engineers, Shim said, and there are a few troubling points to consider. Go on, Tech Sergeant. Zarya growled impatiently. These problems are more widespread than you might suspect, War Captain, he said. Every ship of the fleet has been suffering from them. What's more, every planet, every single colony where humans have been used as slaves for the glory of the Protectorate has been reporting similar mechanical dysfunctions. The lights on the bridge systems and consoles flickered. The rest of the bridge crew, who had been studiously minding their own business and doing their very best to be obvious about not listening in on the war captain's conversation, glanced up at the lights with trepidation. And two further points, Shim said, nervous now. Without meaning to, he tucked his head as close to his chest as possible, trying to make it harder for the war captain to snap off his head with one bite as she had done with his predecessor. Yes, Tech Sergeant, the problems have been getting more and more frequent and more severe as well. Ziria stared down at him for a moment, her four eyes narrowed and considering. War Captain, a voice hissed through Ziria's calm patch on her chest. Zeria reached down and activated and tapped a claw. I'm busy, War Captain, the voice interrupted again. The hissing was broken up by wheezing gasps, as if the speaker had run a long way. Warrior Ten Moran has been killed. What? Zeria blazed with anger. How? He was walking through the hangar bay performing inspections when one of the forward attack craft retracted its landing struts and tilted. It crushed him from the legs down, War Captain. Who is responsible? She growled. I will have the offending party and their offspring to a fourth generation move down three casts for this accident. That's the thing, War Captain, 
The panicked voice said, There was no one else in the area at the time. There was no one on the attack craft. Just struts, just, um, retracted, uh, all on their own. Zerio, who was quiet, Your will, war captain, Shum said. What should we do? Are there any humans left in the protectorate? Zeria asked. Her voice sounded calm and quiet, which was oddly a lot scarier than when she was growling. I'm sure there might be a small handful here or there, war captain, Shum said nervously, but it has been just over a hundred standards since the planet was discovered and conquered. Their species has been spread throughout the fleets, planets, and colonies as slaves. But, well, uh, yes... From what my brothers have shared with me, Shum said nervously, the upper caste found the human slaves to be quite, um, tasty, and their numbers shrank. They grew to be considered a bit of a delicacy. As such, I don't believe there are many of them left in the protectorate. Send a message part to the hive, Zarya said, barking her command at a command's officer. Tell the Queen Mother that I require a human slave to question immediately about the mechanical failures that we have been experiencing. Have them transported to the flagship at once. We shall rendezvous with them wherever there is convenient. Surely there must be at least one human left in the protectorate that we can interrogate. Perhaps then we will finally get to the bottom of this troubling matter. All told, it took almost a quarter of a standard before a suitable human slave was located and sent off by courier ship to rendezvous with Zeria's ship. In that time, she suffered twenty more casualties amongst her crew. One and all were victims of some sort of inexplicable technological phenomenon. Airlocks would open randomly, power lines would unexpectedly rupture. One particularly unfortunate engineer was sucked through the waste disposal unit when the vacuum system attached to it activated at five times the maximum strength. It wasn't just a flagship either. Similar stories were being called into collated throughout the protectorate, all throughout the fleets and colonies, as well as the inhabited worlds. From the urgent classified massive Syria had received, it was clear that these incidents had reached as far as the Hive, the Kamari home planet where the Queen Mother resided. Zeria knew that there was a lot on the line by the time the human was brought up to where she resided on the bridge, and she was determined to find answers. She was the war captain, strong scything claws of the protectorate, and she had never before failed. She didn't intend to now. Well, human, she scowled, you have heard of our problem. Provide us with an answer and we shall see to it that you live the rest of your short life in a relative comfort. Well, and you'll be sold to the upper caste. We have some prospect of buyers in mind already, and I hear that they have a new recipe that they're dying to try. Zeria's hissing voice fed into the translator matrix and came out as a series of sharply ended sounds that the human presumably understood. Well, the human nodded thoughtfully. He had been a slave to one of the upper council members of the hive and thus treated relatively well with his good condition. The queen mother had appropriated him and sent him along with the Zeria's request. The war captain was a darling of the military, and even the queen mother had thought better than to antagonize her scything claw without good reason. The way I see it, it sounds like you're all haunted or something. Haunted? Zeria rolled an unfamiliar word around her mandibles. Yeah, I know, by ghosts or poltergeists or what have you. 
Zeria's four eyes narrowed, and she looked down at the little flashy creature. The translator did its best, but the words the human used didn't have a analog in the Kamari tongue. The closest translation came out as Veil Hunter, but that didn't quite feel right. Explain, she demanded. You guys don't have ghosts, the human asked, surprise evidence on his face. You know, like when you kill someone but they're filled with overwhelming rage, or they have things that they want to set right, even after they're dead. They sort of hang around, they haunt places, go after those that did them wrong. You speak nonsense, Zarya said, struggling to rein in her famous temper. Their physical material realm is all that exists. It is why the Kabari fight so much harder and better than our enemies. It is why we are able to conquer your entire planet, human, enslave your entire species within a single standard. The Queen Mother gives birth to us all, and the body is all that exists with which to make her proud. Guess you bugs aren't all that big on religion, the human said. Even if what you say is the truth, Zarya said, baring her fangs. How do we stop these uh, ghosts from haunting our ships, our worlds? You say you bugs have taken humans everywhere, killed humans everywhere, every ship, every colony, every planet. Yours was a fruitful race, Zarya admitted. Not so useful when it came to manual labor, but very delightful in the after-dinner treat. Well, if you don't believe in God or even a religion, I mean, if you refuse to believe that there's anything that can linger after the physical body dies, I'm assuming you don't have priests or exorcisms. Zeria looked at him blankly. The translator couldn't quite make sense of the words that the human had used. There was simply no analogues to the Kamari language. Then I guess you're all heading up Crab Creek. Zarya glowered, looming over the human. What does a river of excrement have to do with any of this? It's a figure of speech, the human said, a hard cheerfulness beneath his words. It means you're fricked. There was a loud, ominous hum from the filtration units embedded in the walls, and abruptly the soft, incessant white noise of the air filtration systems died away, leaving a truly eerie silence in its wake. Utter silence in spaceship usually meant only trouble. Oh, Captain! One of the techs shouted, turning to Zuria. Our life support systems, they, uh, they all just, um, shorted out. What about the backups? she asked. Shorted out, another tech reported, turning to face the war captain. And the backups to the backups, she asked. Shorted out as well. The first tech responded, stunned, surprise evident in his voice. We're trying to bring them back up now, but uh, something like this just isn't supposed to happen, ever. It's impossible. Zeria's eyes snapped to the light strips as they flickered and slowly started fading out. She felt the first tug of an unfamiliar emotion. Fear. At the pit of her stomach, at though the entire population of unseen silent entities walking through the corridors of every ship, of every colony, of every planet, stalking the Kamari like, uh, like prey. As the darkness closed in on the bridge, heavy and oppressive, the last thing Zyria heard was the human laughing. End of story. And that, my friends, concludes this dose of science fiction fun. I hope that you enjoyed. And if you did, please don't forget to support the author from the link down below. But if you want to support this channel, there are links as well down below. 
for you to help with. But the easiest way would be to share this video. And if you are so inclined, subscribe as well. I will see you all in the next episode. And I hope that you all have a fantastic time until then. Cheers.